Fruits.com today and use discount code FRUITS. Just got a report of a wreck, 20 and I-65, near the northbound ramp there. Looking at that intersection, eastbound traffic is stacking up. Once you get up to about Greenbrier, it begins to thin out once again, but that whole area is very, very slow. Popeye's Buffalo Ranch Tenders, a signature side, and a buttermilk biscuit now only 5 bucks. University in Jordan, 72 in Jeff and North Parkway. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI. It's an amazing time in our industry because things are changing so rapidly. This helps our customers save money while upgrading and improving efficiency. Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi. One of our largest customers recently upgraded, saved $20,000 a month, and met new government security requirements. With our new human resource software, another customer cut their workflow in half and improved employee morale. We are not just a copier company anymore. Drake Avenue and at lyosigroup.com. Bringing wisdom, common sense, and a few gray hairs to the table through his many, many years of experience. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. This is Fred Holland. Oh, no. 14.50 a.m. at 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. It's going to feel like 99 today, sunshine. Uh, 94 is where we're actually going to get. We're at 73. Uh, Mark Chenoweth is executive director of the New Civil Liberties Alliance. And, uh, Mark, you guys are doing some good stuff. I've been reading up and kind of following along. You guys have taken over this idea of constitutions and statutes mean something. Uh, it's been a long time since the American Civil Liberties Union defended the uh, Nazis marching in Skokie. Whether we liked it or not, they had a right to do it. Um, they've not, they've now become just another political arm of somebody, and you guys are standing for the Constitution, right? Yes, they have uh, they have left a left a gap that needs to be filled, and we have stepped into the gap. Let's talk about this. Uh, we've heard about Tom Wolf, who's the governor. For people who don't know, the governor of Pennsylvania. We, well, I think this is an interesting story because, again, this is right right down your alley, right? We've got we've got a governor who declares a state of emergency. The the um, uh, I, this friends of Danny DeVito uh, is this this the same Danny DeVito <laughs> or a guy named Danny uh, it is, DeVito? It is not, but I'm I'm going to bet that's why they used his name. <laughs> that's so too. Anyway, so. There, there's this case that go, ends up before the, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, and the court says, yes, the legislature uh, can vote to rescind the order. And then there was public pressure from businesses and, and people in Pennsylvania that the governor's uh, rules were too stringent. So the legislature does its duty. It votes and rescinds the governor's order. Well, he goes to court, and the court reverses itself. <laughs> This is a mess. They're setting precedent here, right? They are. It's a terrible mess. And and not only did they vote, but 60% of the legislature in in both the House and the Senate of the General Assembly in Pennsylvania voted to end the state of emergency. And notwithstanding that, uh, the the governor... uh, refused to go along with that concurrent resolution. He said that it had to be presented to him for his signature, like any piece of legislation would have to be. Uh, and obviously uh, it was a foregone conclusion that if you presented it to him, he was going to veto it. Yeah, so, but, it, but it was veto-proof, right, at 60%, you would think? It needed to, under the under the Pennsylvania Constitution, it needed two-thirds vote, so it would have ah. needed 6 or 7% more uh, in ah, order to be gotcha. veto-proof. So, so we've got this constitutional mess in Pennsylvania. Why does it matter? And I guess, again, you've got 49 states watching this, and, and sadly, politicians do what politicians do. They're always looking for an advantage, right? And if you can dicker with the system, uh, we're setting, again, we're setting precedent here. We're, right, we're building our castle on, on the beach, right? <laughs> well, I think, it, I think it matters for a, a couple reasons, Fred. I think one reason it matters is he's managed to sideline and, and really disenfranchise the entire state legislature. And in Pennsylvania, it so happens that the state legislature, uh, both houses are controlled by the Republicans, and he's a Democrat. So he has figured out a way to uh, 
be in charge of all of the decision making and, and cut the state legislature out of it. And that's obviously not the way that the state constitution was designed. I, I think that the other the other reason it matters uh, is that decisions of this magnitude of whether to shut down all businesses statewide is really something that the legislature has to be involved in. There is a, a police power for emergencies that, that exists, uh, but it's, it really exists with the legislature, uh, not in the single person of the governor. And to cut the legislature out of it and have the governor making all these decisions by executive edict is not a democratic form of government. It's not the, the kind of representative uh, Republican form of government really is what it's called under the under our Constitution. Uh, and that's been denied now to the people of Pennsylvania. You know, we've had these governors, uh, the governor of Michigan, Whitmer. Uh, we got, uh, of course, everything going on in California with Newsom and and. Um, a, a couple of them, uh, Cuomo, of course, in New York, uh, taking victory laps now. Uh, but you have other governors who have kind of stepped back and, and said, no, I'm going to get Kemp, who has been roundly criticized in Georgia. I mean, uh, again, we're seeing federalism at work, right? The states are taking charge, and we're seeing the ones that, the, that are doing it well, and those are doing it badly, Right. You're definitely seeing federalism at work. Uh, you know, Oregon is another one that we've paid, paid attention to. Governor Brown out there, uh, there was a state statute that that held the emergency, the length of an emergency to 28 days, and then there was a constitutional provision that said you can't have it for more than 30 days, and she just marched right on through that and said, you know, it's going to take a vote of the legislature to stop me, and the and the state supreme court upheld her as well, even though you had both statutory and constitutional limits that said, no, 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 the state of emergency can't be more than a month long. You know, this part of, to to me is disturbing. We have state supreme courts ruling against their own precedent and their own constitutions. We have the U.S. Supreme Court punting on things that are their responsibility where you have disputes between states and they don't want to get involved. What's going on here? Well, I think that uh, it's a bit of a hot potato. I think that because of uh, because because COVID nineteen is deadly, uh, I think that the state supreme courts don't want to be on the hook uh, for making a decision uh, that leads to leads to deaths, and I think that that's uh, causing them to uh, really abdicate their responsibility to apply the law that exists under the state constitutions in these states. You know, it's like the Fram oil filter guy, right? You pay me now or pay me later. We're all going to pay later. I'm afraid. Hey, can you hang on? I want to dig a little bit more into where we go from here on this. Can you hang? I'd be happy to. All right. More with Mark Chenoweth. Uh, You're listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. Two former NFL players have sued the league, the players' union, and the medical board for agreeing to reduce the disability payments they received for life by tens of thousands of dollars a year. In March, the NFL and the Players Association agreed in a new labor deal to reduce payments to 400 former players who cannot work. The lawsuit was filed by Avian Kaysen. A running back with Detroit and St. Louis, and Donald Vincent Majkowski, quarterback with the Packers, Colts, and Lions. The next four PGA events will be held without spectators. The organizers of tournaments said that they would close their events to the public. The Chicago Marathon has been canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic. That leaves the London Marathon as the only possible remaining race this year of the world major marathons. With a Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr. It's the perfect time for a powerful business refresh during Dell Technologies' Cyber Savings Event. It starts now with up to 50% off high-performance Windows 10 business laptops, desktops, and servers, plus top-brand electronics. It's also your chance to streamline IT and simplify PC life cycles with PC as a service. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 10 Pro for business. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Or visit Dell.com slash small business deals. Did you know? 
that every year, public school teachers spend nearly $500 of their own money for student supplies? At Donors Choose, we want students and teachers to have the tools they need for a great education. And now, more than ever, they need your help. Choose.org. Donors Choose. Support a classroom. Build a future. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. (laughs) Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. (laughs) So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. And we'll raise up our glasses against evil forces, saying, Whiskey for my man, beer for my horses. Whiskey for my man, beer for my horses. The horses have to drink, too, you know. All right, it's uh, it's hump day. We're joined by Mark Chenoweth, uh, executive director of uh, New Civil Liberties Alliance. Uh, we've made friends since. Uh, all right, so you guys have dealt with uh, abuse of federal power, these federal agencies that are do things on their own, and now this thing at the state level. Uh, we have uh, Governor Tom Wolf, who's a Democrat in Pennsylvania, and the Republican legislature going at at each other. And the average person in Alabama is going, well, why should this matter? And I'm I'm thinking twenty years from now. When I'll be almost ninety, uh, that's scary too. Um, the, the, it will matter that the o- Oregon legislature was was kind of pushed to the side, and the Supreme Court uh, abused its own constitution in Oregon, and it did it in Pennsylvania. And the U.S. Supreme Court has done some odd things. These are the, we're we're laying groundwork for future mayhem. That's why it matters, right? It does. It's a it's a precedent that that matters uh, for for everywhere. And I think that, uh, that these sorts of pandemics aren't something that that we've had to deal with uh, very much in in recent memory. Not uh, not on this scale. But this was something that was very well known uh, to the founding fathers. They had outbreaks of yellow fever and other kinds of pandemics uh, quite frequently, where they had to shut down the the port of Baltimore or the port of Philadelphia, where no one could come in or, or go out. And so it's not like the founding fathers didn't understand what happens in a pandemic. And and their solution was not uh, to retreat to some sort of monarchical form of rule whenever there was a pandemic, far from it. Now, now they certainly did have uh, police powers that the legislature could could use or that the that the local uh, uh, sort of legislative bodies could use in the cities. They could keep people from going in or out. Uh, I dare say they might have even uh, made people wear masks. Uh, but what they didn't do was shut down the legislature and say, okay, well, we're going to have all the decisions uh, made by the mayor or the governor uh, now. Well, the people, I, I mean, I, I'm thinking if I live in Pennsylvania and I've asked my legislature, I've begged them, and if they have 60, you know, you got 60% of the legislature, obviously there is still, uh, it's still a two-party state, I would think. Uh, That's right. I, that was I, a bipartisan vote in both the House and the Senate to overturn the governor's state of emergency. So I'm thinking, you know, politics as it is, at some point, Wolf pays a price, doesn't he? Well, you know, he's still popular in the polls uh, as of a couple weeks ago when uh, before the Supreme Court uh, ruled. I I do think at some point he, he pays a price uh, politically. Uh, you know, I think he's... In his second term, I'm not sure whether he's allowed to run for a third term in, in Pennsylvania. So it may be a situation where you know, he he's you know, he doesn't care or he's he's sort of at the end of the line. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but it still sets a bad example for you know, for the next person because if you can declare an emergency on your first day in office and cut the legislature out of it and make your decisions, and the state supreme court has said that the legislature can't overturn that emergency decision. 
that sure creates a bad incentive for future governors to uh, to rule by executive decree and and declare emergencies at the drop of a hat. You know, and, and look, we don't live in a vacuum here, right? I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sort of quoting some famous person. I can't remember who it is. But events like this don't define character. They, they reveal it a lot of times, and that's what we're seeing, right? I think that's right. I think that, that there are, there are uh, sort of uh, authoritarian tendencies that, uh, that come out, that when there's an emergency, suddenly some folks think that, that our system isn't built to withstand that. But look, once the, once the legislature is able to meet and take a vote and say, we want the emergency to be over, they've obviously assembled and are functioning in a way that suggests that they can take back their place as the appropriate lawmaker. And, and the other thing, Fred, that I think is really troubling here is our system, both at the state level and at the federal level, is set up to not have anyone's liberty taken away unless all three branches of government agree with it. That's part of the genius of the founders of the separation of powers. The legislative branch has to write a criminal law that has criminal penalties. The executive branch has to prosecute that. And then either a judge or a jury, if you insist, uh, has to find the facts that show you were guilty of that crime. And so you have this this, it makes it very difficult to deprive someone of liberty. When you have a governor who can just write a law and come up with a criminal penalty on his own and enforce it on his own, suddenly you have fewer obstacles in the, between you and, and the jailhouse. And that's not the way that it's supposed to be, and it's a real threat to liberty. Well, and we're having the same thing happen at the federal level, where you have you know previous administrations have made law, and you have agencies that that run amok. I mean, one of the other things you're fighting, um, you know, the That's other right. the other remedy to this, I think, uh, I do not want the federal courts involved in things like this. I, I, you know, people say, well, the federal courts ought to get. We need more national. We we don't need more central control. But I think people will vote with their feet. That's what's happening in California, right? I do think that's right. I mean, uh, I guess the the political scientists talk about exit voice and loyalty, uh, and and exit is one of the options uh, in a federal system. Uh, you, if you don't like it, you can leave. And I I do think that where where you've seen uh, the the bad sort of oppressive government uh, populations are are decreasing, and where you've seen primarily in the Sun Belt, like Alabama is, uh, you've seen populations increasing. So what do you think, how does this thing, because again, this is kind of a microcosm of things that are Illinois is another state that's kind of run amok, we hadn't mentioned them, um, but but where do you go from here with a guy like uh, Tom Wolf and, and you got a legislature that, like you said, bipartisanly voted 60% that, you know, we've had enough, we're crying uncle, the people won't, won't relief. Um, what's the next step legally for, say, you guys, or, or, or is there none? Well, you know, the next step for, for us legally, in this case, the only option would be an appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court, but that would be a long shot. And as I was saying before, most of the issues in the case are state issues that, that the federal Supreme Court wouldn't even be able to, uh, to weigh in on. So it would, that, that would be a long shot and it would be a narrow, uh, kind of issue. There's a, there's a, provision of the U.S. Constitution called the Republican Guarantee Clause that says that the United States shall guarantee a Republican form of government uh, to every state. And that obviously doesn't mean Republican as in Republican Party. It means a representative form of government. And Pennsylvania doesn't have that anymore when the legislature uh, has been sidelined. So it's conceivable that the U.S. Supreme Court would take an interest in that. But that particular clause is one that the Supreme Court has been extremely reluctant over the years uh, to get involved with and to, to interfere with uh, states internally. So I think that, that more likely there's going to have to be some sort of internal political solution. Either people get fed up enough that you get to the two-thirds vote uh, in each house of the legislature, or longer term, the legislature needs to fix the statute that the Supreme Court has claimed, this emergency statute that it, it claims the legislature has, has given over power uh, to the governor. They're going to have to create a situation where maybe the governor can call the initial emergency on his own. Maybe that lasts for 30 days. But any extensions don't happen unless the legislature extends them. You can't have the governor extending his own power. In other words, that's the, that's the flaw in the design of the emergency statute in both 
Pennsylvania and in many other states as well. And in Oregon, just ignored theirs, right? <laughs> they, they, yeah, the governor just blew right past the, the deadline. So, you know, in defense of, you know, you said it's a narrow thing at the Supreme Court. You guys at, at New Civil Liberties Alliance, you, you're trying to defend and preserve the, the, the documents as the Founding Fathers intended in all these state constitutions. You don't want to be involved in having the heavy hand of the federal government coming down because that's not what you stand for, Right. No, that's right. That's right. Look, these, these state constitutions, most of them have a, a provision. Uh, it's called a vesting clause, and it's, it's off, in, the, in the federal constitution, it's Article 1, Section 1. It often is very uh, close to the front. And it says that the powers of the of, you know, legislative power is given to the Congress or to the General Assembly. Uh, and you can't have the governor seizing that legislative power. Are all kinds of uh, problems uh, crop up from that. So we are getting involved uh, at the state level uh, in a lot of these states. We're trying to make sure that the legislatures can't give up their legislative power uh, to the governors. And I think we're going to have a lot of work to do for a long time, unfortunately, Fred. All right. Uh, at NCLA Legal is your uh, is your Twitter and uh, your website, nclalegal.org. So, uh, hey, Mark, as always, we appreciate it. Keep up the good fight. Thanks, Fred. It's uh, great to be with you. And it's Forbes.com for that article about uh, the, the Dana the Show, the conservative alternative. Today at 2 on WTKI Talk. on Highway 20 right near the I-65 interchange. It's reported right at the northbound ramp. Looking at that area, that area is stacked up. The branches at the wire clean and safety measures are in place. Early childhood education, fitness centers, walking tracks, swimming, personal training, and school-age essential worker child care. YMCAHuntsville.org. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Used car? It's easier here, here on the Beltline at Honda of Decatur with the largest selection of pre-owned vehicles in the valley. From sought-after SUVs to performance brands like BMW and everything in between. Many with prices starting under 10 grand. Find Honda certified pre-owned as well. For a used car in the Tennessee Valley, the choice is clear. It's easier here. The savings are always greater at HondaOfDecatur.com and on Beltline Road. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed. Also, the Army National Guard's education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. Poor attic ventilation is a big problem in many homes. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about why attic ventilation is so important right after this. 
Ready to make your slippery surfaces safer indoors and out? Deitch Coatings now brings you TrackSafe Anti-Slip Sealer, and I think it's a winner. TrackSafe is a tough pre-mixed clear coat you can roll onto slippery concrete, stone, tile, linoleum, and painted surfaces. It brings added beauty and foot traction to steps, wet pool decks and walkways, garage and interior floors, and more. Get a grip with slip-resistant TrackSafe. Order today online through the Home Depot or at DeitchCoatings.com. If your attic space is too hot, it will be difficult keeping the inside of your home cool during the summer months. Because hot air rises, the attic will naturally be warmer. In fact, during the summer, temperatures can exceed 140 degrees in the attic, and that hot air can begin to influence your living space. Gable vents, ridge vents, or wind-driven turbines allow the hot air to escape from the top of the attic. As it goes out, it creates a vacuum which can begin drawing up cooler air from inside your home. That's why you must have soffit or e-vents. They let in the cooler outside air at the bottom of the attic, pushing the hottest air out of the top. You can also give the natural rise of warm air a boost by adding an attic fan to force that hot air out of the attic. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's home. Did you know that you can get to New Orleans in 30 minutes or less from anywhere in Madison County? The New Orleans Lunchbox is a piece of New Orleans right here in Huntsville, located at Jordan and Holmes in the Minuteman Convenience Store. I'm here with the owner, Roland Lowry. Roland, some of the finest food in New Orleans is found in convenience stores. The New Orleans Lunchbox is known for great food, such as jambalaya, gumbo, red beans and rice, po' boy sandwiches, and fine barbecue. Oh, yeah. That homemade habanero sauce is good with the beef brisket. That's when a large cup of that delicious iced tea is just the ticket. Roland, you say that with the purchase of any plate lunch, you can get jambalaya, gumbo, or red beans and rice. Who say I say I say I say I say let them have it. When you place your order, you'll be eating within minutes. The New Orleans Lunchbox is open for lunch Monday through Saturday from 10 to 7. We also deliver. Call 256-830-0081. 256-830-0081. New Orleans and Alabama? Aye. You'll find it at Jordan and Holmes in Huntsville. Hey, I'm Jamie Johnson. When we reach the age of 18, voting becomes our civic duty. But what if it was our job? We wouldn't be so quick to call in sick or go back home if the lines were too long or just dismiss the idea altogether. Elections are also how we collectively write the song that tells our story, and voting is our solitary voice. So register to vote and go get your government-issued photo ID and add your voice to the song of Alabama. Guess what day it is? Julie. Wake up with news from around the world. This morning, America's First News with Gordon Deal. Early mornings, 4 to 6 on WTKI Talk. It's hump day. Well, here we are once again. Uh, by the way, protesters apparently were um, uh, marched uh, downtown, what was it, last night? I, didn't, I guess because the election stuff was going on and I was all tired from that. I didn't uh, apparently... Um, but they're still writing the stories like uh, uh, the night Huntsville police fired tear gas and rubber bullets at demonstrators protesting the statue. That isn't what happened, but apparently that's still the narrative. Hey, once the headline's written, I guess can't so. take it away. Uh, by the way, uh, we kind of I think we touched on this yesterday. Uh, if we didn't, we should have. Um, it, it was in the stack. Um, the state said, no, um, you, you don't have permission to move the monument. And the Madison County Commission is, you know, trying to. But until they work something out, look, the legislature is going to have to deal with this. And I think the conversation needs to be had. But, you know, having people demand that the monument be yanked down is is just hold hold your powder. I think there's actually this bipartisan bill that's working its way through uh, or is about to be introduced in February might be a way of allowing some of this to happen. I mean, if you're left with the, the, the monuments being destroyed or being moved to a place where they can still be, you know, uh, honored because, you know, granddad's on the monument or something. I mean, I think that's still appropriate. Uh, Violet Edwards has said she'd be fine with the thing moving to uh, to Maple Hill. Now, there are other people that might not be in favor of that. But, you know, we, we may have to, um, you come down to, do, do we have, do we have lawlessness with these things? And, uh, you know, and, and, and when does it stop? 
If you move the Confederate monument from the Madison County Courthouse, does it, what about the officer's memorial? Does somebody get offended by that at some point? I mean, there, there is a line to be drawn. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. For rebates and special financing options in a new Lennox Home Comfort System, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning, 256-852-8825. You can also visit online, InsideWeatherGuy.com. Terms and conditions apply. Alabama certification number 83073. All right, so we're going to be hot today. <laughs> a little. Just a little bit. Uh, 99 is the uh, heat index today. They're talking 101 tomorrow. Uh, we're looking for 94 uh, as far as the thermometer goes. Sunny today, 20% chance of a shower popping up late in the day tomorrow, probably sometime after lunch. Still mostly sunny tomorrow. Uh, and again, we'll get to 93, but it's going to feel like 101. Going on into the weekend, we've got some 30 and 40% rain chances at that point. And uh, it looks like the weekend's going to be pretty um, t- pretty typical summer. Uh, with our lows in the mid mid seventies, good lord! Right now we're at seventy five, and it's hump day. And uh, anyway, we've got uh, a couple of other things. Um, oh, they seem to don't under they don't understand digits in Florida. That ninety four percent or seventy four percent or whatever it was that came out of the labs was supposed to be nine point four and seven point four. We'll see if the media resends that. We'll see. Hey, we're going to kind of stay, I guess, somewhat in Pennsylvania, uh, because we're going to do some Pennsylvania to New York comparison here. Daniel Turner, who is the founder and executive director of Power of the Future with us. All right, so we got an idea of what the Biden energy policy is going to be, and uh, it it doesn't have much to do with fossil fuel, and that seems to be, for, for this particular state, Pennsylvania, they've done pretty well, haven't they, Daniel? They really have. Um, I mean, the, the fossil fuel boom in Pennsylvania has created uh, tens of thousands of jobs. Um, roughly about 400,000 people work in the fracking industry. It's created close to $2 billion in tax revenue for the state. Um, and especially when you compare Pennsylvania to my home state, which is New York, right there northern border, um, the difference is staggering in terms of job creation, uh, the value of land, GDP, etc. So, it's really a no-brainer that this has been good for Pennsylvania, and it's shocking that the Biden plan would want to reverse all of this. Well, you know, now we have a federal judge this, uh, what, last week, or, or I think it was the latter part of the week or early this week, stopping the Keystone Pipeline yet again. I mean, how do you start and stop something like that? Not, And again, um, at some point you just hold up your arms and give up, don't you? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's such a great point, and this is... You know, I think one of the underappreciated things of the Trump administration is the deregulation process. And the reason why it's been so valuable to our economy is that through tens of thousands of pages of regulation, the last year of Obama's term, 2016, created 97,000 pages of regulation. Somewhere in those pages, some activist judge is going to find something that everyone's guilt of, including our parents and our grandchildren, right? I mean, it's impossible to not be guilty of of something with 97,000 pages of regulation. And so sure enough, an an activist that was brought to his attention, and that pipeline had been active and working for three solid years, uh, transporting close to 600,000 barrels of oil from the Dakotas into Illinois to be refined. Those jobs, all of that revenue, all of that investment, by the stroke of one judge's pen can be reversed. And so that's the danger of having all of these laws. Activist judges and activist groups can somehow turn them against you. Now, this is going to end up costing somebody something, but I, I got I got a feeling at some point this gets reversed, is it not? We're talking about a working pipeline. I, it has to be. I mean, I'm sure the, the, the organization, the, the company that owns it, will fight this in the courts. Um, and ultimately will work its way up uh, somehow um, probably to this administration or maybe even in an executive order. But but you raised a valid question. At what point do you just throw up your hands and give up? I mean, we all love this country. We all love uh, America and want to see it succeed. But if three years after creating a restaurant or a small business or anything, if after three years a judge can decide, no, I don't think you followed the right process. So it, we can all be guilty of process crimes. And... That sends a signal to entrepreneurs and to investors, 
hey, America, it's it, it's not worth it. And yeah, that's why, why bother? Jobs leave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, what about, all right, so we hear, we, we, she's become known as AOC. Everybody knows who AOC is. Uh, are people taking these ideas seriously or are, are, are when I make jokes about this, am I, am, am I missing something? Is America that far left or, or, or is this just fringe and we, well, obviously we need to pay attention to it, but is America I, yeah. ready for this kind of shift, do you think? No, I, I, I don't believe so. I don't believe America is this far left. But here's my concern is that until the members uh, who are the quote-unquote moderates of the Democrat Party, until they start pushing back um, against some of this own extremism, because there's always going to be extremists on both sides of the aisles, and we need some folks in the middle to say, okay, that's a little bit too much, right? But there isn't any mainstream Democrat Party leader who pushes back on this, not just in the energy space where I am, but on a number of these issues. Look at the defund the police movement, right? So uh, until the Democrat leaders themselves say, hang on, hang on, we're not going to bankrupt the American energy industry, these ideas are going to become more and more prevalent, um, and, and they need to be the ones to push back. You know, it's interesting here because it's almost like Pelosi and a lot of these establishment Democrats are intimidated by, um, you know, the, the gang of three. Uh, and, and it's, and it's weird because I guess they kept thinking, well, they'll eventually flame out and they haven't. And that's got to be scaring some people, right? Yeah, uh, they, they haven't. And if you're the Biden campaign, you need to capture the enthusiasm and the energy of that wing of the party. Um, Hillary Clinton clearly lost it in 16. The Bernie Sanders crowd felt defeated. Many of the Bernie Sanders folks voted for Trump. Um, I think the Biden team is trying to avoid that by embracing them. But again, you can only embrace them so far. And now when you start talking about putting millions of energy workers out of a job, the, the backlash is going to be severe. All right. So this is an interesting contrast. Your, your state of New York and Pennsylvania, Daniel Turner, they can find this what? Are you up this for foxnews.com. They can find it there, right? Yeah, or they can find it at powerthefuture.com as well. All right. Hey, as always, we appreciate it. Uh, look, entered powering our future. It's power our future. Power the future, actually. But it's powering our future as well. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you sharing. spent over 30 years talking to and about North Alabama, and he's not done yet. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. Got a wreck on 31 in Limestone County now, southbound near Nuclear Plant Road. That one may have an injury involved. And we got one on 20 near I-65 that's been causing some problems. Traffic stacks up through that area. Are you looking for ways to lower stress and boost immunity? The 2030 Fast Track Program can help with that. Find out how at 2030Huntsville.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. You can beat your toughest opponent. You can beat your best time in the mile. You can beat that old largemouth bass. But one thing you should never try and beat is a train. If a train is approaching, don't risk your life trying to beat it. Because beating the train is a deadly game. Drive safe, Alabama. Sponsored by ALDOT, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, in this station. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. 
I'm Dr. Joel Pickett at the Spine and Neuro Center. Over time, the bones in the lower back can overgrow, leading to cramping and pain in the legs. Fortunately, there is a microsurgery where a small incision less than one inch in length can decompress those nerves. Most folks are able to be discharged from the hospital the same day. Our neurosurgeons are highly trained in dealing with problems of not only the nerves, but also the spinal bones. Take the first step toward finding relief that's right for you. The Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. Our customers want best-in-class solutions, so we've added some new vendors like Konica Minolta. Liosi Group President Nick Liosi. And our next-level team has added Premier Automation Solutions. We're not here to sell you one product. We're here to help you find the right solution for your specific needs, even if it means we don't sell you anything. Drake Avenue and at liosigroup.com. Over 50 years of doing the right thing. Variety and price. What else can you say about Alabama's oldest smoke shop, the Humidor Pipe Shop? I smoke cigars and pipes, both. Being the oldest shop, they've got brands that have been around a long time, but they also have all the new brands as well. I've traveled all over the country, and this is as singularly as good a place to buy variety as I've ever found. The prices are significantly better than anybody else around. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6. You didn't know Laura Caputo was on the radio? Listen for the Fox Business Report, 10 times daily on WTKI Talk. Who's made love to a dozen trees, throws tennis balls that are full of bees, who tries to bite every copy sees, Florida man, Florida man. Ah, the stories are legendary, you know, it's... We know Tommy Tuberville is our Florida man. Apparently, so. that's going to be one of the things the uh, Jones campaign makes a big uh, deal out of. And uh, I don't know. I hope there's not other stuff out there because Tuberville did it. Uh, pretty much slaughtered Jeff Sessions. Uh, he was up there in you know Mo Brooks' atmosphere as far as almost seventy percent of the vote. Yeah. Tommy, that's crazy. It was crazy. Uh, Jeff Sessions, of course, is uh, lined up behind the nominee, and it's going to be going to be quite a hotly contested race in uh, in November. Beth Kellum prevails in the uh, Alabama Court of uh, Criminal Appeals Place Two race. Uh, Will Smith again, a Yankee. Anybody north of I twenty is a Yankee. They can't get elected to state office. And, and he wasn't yet proof again. <laughs> he wasn't killing it yesterday. Lucky one. Not to. killing. No. Nope. He probably won killing. Maybe. Did he win Lawrence County? I don't know. But I don't uh, know either. The guy. He, he's a super nice guy. Real laid back and low key. And Beth, you know, she's been around a minute. So uh, obviously, she prevailed in that one. Two brand new uh, coming up at, at the beginning of the next uh, term. Tom Brandon will be the new county commissioner for District 1 in Madison County, and Violet Edwards uh, wins the District 6 race, and she unseats the incumbent, Malone. So You think she one. was hugging somebody last night? I'm, I'm thinking she might have <laughs> she, violated the rules yeah, and hugged a few times. She was all yeah. masked up and looking for a hug. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So anyway, 17.36 was the last number we saw. Pretty close to the 18% I predicted. The only thing I predicted correctly for yesterday. Now, my only prediction I made was that it would be closer between Sessions and Tuberville. I was wrong on that yeah, one. So much for those uh, and I was wrong. I was really wrong on Madison County turnout, 14.6%. But if you think about it, there, wasn't a lot, there were a lot of uh, polling stations where the only ballot available was the, was the GOP ballot. So, because that was the only thing to vote on. Right. So that may have affected turnout as well. So, um, pretty close. The only thing I got right was pretty close to the state turnout, which was, I figured about 18, and I missed it by a little bit. And kudos to the poll workers. I mean, they had the hand hey, sanitizer, them, and they, they had it all figured out. They had so it organized, good job. just in case. Frank right? and company, you did good. Yeah, they did. They did. And everybody seemed to be cooperative and, uh, uh, I went and voted late. We had good turnout at my polling station. We usually always do. So I had a bunch good. of roll tides and war eagles coming at me. Yeah. I had my mask good on. job, yeah. people. <laughs> nice job. Republicans use offensive words. Capitalism and freedom. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. 
I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. There's optimism this morning after Moderna reported promising results from its experimental coronavirus vaccine. A large trial is scheduled to start later this month. Goldman Sachs, U.S. Bancorp, and the Bank of New York earnings released this morning are all stronger than expected. United Health Group's earnings for the spring quarter are mixed. It is seeing people putting off treatment because of concerns about the coronavirus, but expects that to change in coming months. Apple shares are getting a boost from a ruling in its favor in Europe. The second highest court there ruled that Apple's tax deal with Ireland doesn't appear to be illegal. The European Commission has been seeking $15 billion in back taxes from Apple. You can fly JetBlue with an empty middle seat until at least September. The airline won't be booking the seats. Parties of three will be able to sit together. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosilda. Invested in you. It's happening. In just days, Publishers Clearinghouse will be ready to award $7,000 a week for life. That's $7,000 a week, week after week, for life. Don't miss your last chance to win. Go to PCH.com and enter before it's too late. That's PCH.com. Better hurry if you want the next big winner to be you. Enter now at PCH.com. Entries due 826. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Got a wreck in Limestone County, 31 southbound near Nuclear Plant Road. Sounds like that one's going to have an injury involved. Had one on 20 right about the I-65 interchange. That's been slowing down eastbound traffic. If you're injured in a car accident, send your Timberlake and Lee can help. 536-0770 or law-injury.com. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now, and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-526-7931. That's 800-526-7931. Again, 800-526-7931. 7931. Tradition at Stanlio's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink. Hot or cold, they all have one thing in common. Fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides. Fried green tomatoes, mushrooms, cheese sticks, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub. Stanlio's, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanlio's on Facebook and receive special offers. Get up in your high horse, woman. Get up in your high horse. Mrs. Holland says he'll get to the point eventually. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. I will never doubt you again. It's National I Love Horses Day. I love horses. We all love horses. I didn't know there were so many horse songs. The dirt van can give you a high horse if you need one. <laughs> wild horses. We could have done that There's one. Wild horses. Stones. Tennessee, yeah. Tennessee Stud by Johnny. There's, There's another one. I'm surprised you didn't. You didn't inflict this with some Johnny. I, Cash I looked this at Johnny's and it just wasn't peppy enough for me. This I know. Morning. I know. We got to get uh, after yesterday. We got to. We got to get pumped back up here. All right, what, is a, what does a point something mean? Well, apparently in Florida it means a lot, because uh, four labs have had to revise their figures. You know, they had the big spike in corona cases in Florida. Well, actually, they didn't. Yeah. Decimal points mean everything. Uh, a point seven four was what it was supposed to be. No, it was supposed to be a, a 7.4. Pardon me. If you had a 98% increase in your checking account, would you notice? Uh, yes, and I might be quite happy about that. Yeah, but but it was supposed to be a 9.8% increase. 
increase. That would still help, but it would be I, nice, would, I would go for the 98%. Boy, that 98% <laughs> would be something. See, numbers mean something. And this, again, you know, we, I heard this late yesterday. And, again, it just reinforces what a lot of people, there's so much information out there. The more mistakes they make, the less we, the less we trust anybody, right? That's the downside of this. There may be things that will save our lives, but we've, it's kind of like, you know, the weather service is always careful about, you know, if we overuse tornado warnings and, and, and that kind of thing and tornado watches, people, people are going to get desensitized because they go, well, we had five warnings and nothing ever happened, you know? And then, and then of course, the one time you need to be paying attention to it, it, it kills you, right? Well, we're kind of in that same territory with this whole coronavirus thing. You know, that's where we are. We got to be careful. There are some interesting things going on out there, though. Uh, this is from Steve Hilton. He's a host of Fox News' uh, Next Generation, uh, Next Revolution. Excuse me, Next Revolution. I thought he was a Next Gen there for a second. Next Gen. No, it's Next Revolution. I've never seen it. I just, he's just. Uh, I, I think I know who Steve Hilton is. Why should you pay for services you're not getting? He's advocating parents should receive education tax dollar refunds if their schools don't open this fall. Ooh. That would test some people, wouldn't it? Good luck getting this out of some of these state legislatures, though. But he says, we, we believe in decentralization on this show, and we believe that all people, that, that, um, we believe all, uh, above all that in people power. It is time to use it over the school fiasco. If your child's school won't open this fall, demand your money back and find an alternative. Ooh. <laughs> uh, for their part, United Teachers of Los Angeles, their 35,000 members, say we're not going back unless you defund the police and close our ch- all charter schools. <laughs> no, no politics in any of this, is there? That one spans the globe there pretty good. Yeah, we all want a puppy. Thirty-five thousand puppies. We could probably arrange that. There's a, there's a lot of homeless animals out there. Oh, this is it's just going to keep going on. Uh, I hope you will take an opportunity to. It's in a number of places. Red State has an article. Um, there are a couple out there. Um, really read the the intent of this whole Washington Redskins um, logo because. It wasn't instituted by somebody saying, well, we need something more. You know, th- this didn't come from the team. This came from one of America's legendary Indian tribes, the Blackfeet tribe. Actually, one of their representatives said, "We, you guys need a chief. So they put John Two Guns White Calf, a Blackfeet chief, who also, by the way, appears on the Buffalo Nickel became in 1971 the the guy representing the Washington Redskins on the helmet and uniforms and um, the Blackfeet and, and, and the family of uh, Walter Blackie Wetzel they are not happy about the demise of the Washington Redskins logo educate yourself on that one have a great day WTKI Talk. Like us on Facebook at WTKI and be in touch anytime. Buongiorno. This is Nick. Nick's Ristorante. The premier fine dining establishment in Huntsville and the Valley for the past 10 years. We're once again open for inside dining Tuesday through Saturday. Adhering to the CDC guidelines of social distancing, stringent sanitation, and the staff will be wearing their PPE. Currently, we're open Tuesdays through Thursdays from 5 p.m. with open seating, and then Friday and Saturday by reservation only for two seating times at 5 and 7.30 p.m. If you want to give us a call, 256-489-8280, 256-489-8280, award-winning steaks, Classic northern Italian cuisine and the freshest of seafood. All at Nick's. Come on out and join us. Grazie. Ciao. They're a proud member of the iTex trading community. Your iTex dollars are welcome. 
celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM.